Vikur and Perak Aleph, Mishnah Hay, 1-5. The Mishnah digresses a bit now to discuss other halachas that are peculiar to converts. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, Isha bas gerim. If you have a woman and both of her parents were converts, Lo senesel kahuna, she, the daughter, still should not marry a Kohen, Achetei ima mi Yisrael, until she has, um, literally it means until her mother um, is Jewish, as opposed to being convert. Um, but actually what it, it means is that not only does her mother have to have been Jewish for the time she was born, so she's not a convert, but also that she has to have some um, Jewish blood, non-convert Jew blood, um, in her family tree, somewhere on the, all the way back. And until she has some of that in her family tree, she may not marry a Kohen. The reason for that is because um, there's a Pasuk in Yechezkel, which says, Ki'im besulos mezera beis Yisrael, the Kohanim should marry um, girls who are from mezera beis Yisrael, from the seed of the house of Israel, meaning they have to have some Jewish blood uh, flowing through their veins, original Jewish blood as opposed to convert. And that being the case, says Rebbe Lezmer Yaakov, um, until there's some original Jewish blood in this girl's lineage, she may not marry a Kohen. Now, the truth is that Rabbi Yossi disagrees with with that altogether. And he understands that um, a, a girl, as long as her mother converted prior to her birth, um, could marry a Kohen, even if her father is also um, a convert. And the truth is that really the Gemara ends up saying that truly, truly, that is the halacha, like Rabbi Yossi. However, um, the... The practice is already fixed since the time of the Gemara that such a girl um, doesn't marry a Kohen um, if both of her parents are converts. Um, but really, since Me'ikra Din, the truth is, technically speaking, the marriage is not invalid if, after the fact, such a girl did marry a Kohen, their children are totally 100% Kohanim, kosher, and they could become Kohanim, Badolim, etc. But that's, that's the Din Allah Halacha. Um, fine. And the Mishnah goes on to say that there's no difference really between a convert and an Evid Meshukhrar, that is an emancipated slave. So we're talking here about really a, um, a Shifcha Kananis, a girl who um, started out being not Jewish, but she was acquired as a servant girl and she was a slave. Um, and when a person becomes a slave in a Jewish home, so then that requires their consent, their immersion in mikvah, their acceptance upon themselves of the mitzvahs in the Torah, just like a Jewish woman has. So even meaning a, even if it's a, a man slave, he has to accept all the mitzvahs like a Jewish woman does, meaning he has to keep kosher, has to keep Shabbos, etc. Um, so that person's like a, a, quote, a quasi-Jew, if you will. They're not Jewish yet. But in the event they're emancipated, they're freed. So then um, that, that, uh, Evid Kanani or that Shifcha Kananis, um, they'll essentially just have to go to the mikvah and they automatically become Jewish. So they're sort, of, they're sort of half or quasi-Jewish already. So the free slave is really like a, a, a related, very similar to a convert, um, very similar to a convert indeed. And that being the case, here the mission says there's no real difference. That if you had a girl who was Meshachreret, she was an emancipated slave, then she should not... Um, she should not marry, she may not marry uh, Cohen. And even if Vafilu Adasaradoros, if there keeps on, this girl keeps on marrying more, like, say, let's say, other freed slaves um, or converts for that matter. So 
doesn't matter how many, 10 was not loved off Katan, any amount of generations, um, those girls of such parents cannot marry a Kohen, until um, they have some Jewish blood inside of them and that their mother was Jewish before they they were born. Um, again, that's Rabbi Lesbian Yaakov Shita, and again, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, that really make her in, and we would let such a convert, the child of a convert, I'll call it, um, uh, or child of a freed slave, not the convert, not the freed slave themselves, that's forbidden from the Torah, but the child of such a convert or freed slave, Mary Cohen, make her din, that could happen, and therefore again, Biddy Evid after the fact, if it did happen, the marriage can, can uh, continue. The mission now continues on. We go back to the topic of, of people who um, can bring but not recite the passages that go with the Bikurim. Hapitropos, that's a guardian. That means, like, for example, if you have orphans, so, and they own the land, but since they're minors, there's an Hapitropos put as their, like, their guardian, a legal guardian to take care of their affairs. So since, um, if, let's say, grew on the children's property, their guardian can't um, recite, he could, they could bring, he could on their behalf bring the Bikurim, but he cannot recite it on their behalf because he can't say that it was his land. Now, the Pusik requires him to say, um, I'm bringing now um, the first fruits of the land that Hashem gave to me. And since it's not his land, um, he certainly cannot recite those verses, so he can't do the Kriya. Same as with the Hashaliach. The Hashaliach is the, the agent. So if a person is appointed as the agent to bring Bikurim on behalf of the landowner, so the agent um, who does bring up those Bikurim may not uh, may not recite the passages. Again, because it's not his. It's not his. Um it's not even so simple that the Shaliyah could bring it at all in the first place. That depends, but that's beyond this part of the mission here. Vaheved, an Eved is a is a slave, so if a person sends his slave on his behalf to bring the Bikurim to Yerushalayim, um, that's not quite an agent for technical reasons. It's something else. The is not an agent. He's an extension of the person himself. But anyways, the point is that the Eved, the slave, cannot do the reciting because an Eved does not get a portion of the land. Vaisha, same goes for a woman. A woman, um, the land, as it was apportioned, of Eretz was apportioned to the Klai Yisrael, and was apportioned to the men, members of the households. Um, and even if you have, for example, like Benoslavchad, who did inherit, certainly, from their father, um, it wasn't given to them initially, just they devolved upon them as heirs to their father. That being the case, a woman can't say, again, this, this Pasuk of Asher Nasata Li, the land that was given to me, because women weren't given the land and the apportionment, so a woman, a woman couldn't say it. She could just bring the Bikurim. Um, but actually, if a woman is married to a man, so then the husband could bring the wife's Bikurim that she owns and recite on her behalf, based on a different Pasuk, because the Pasuk specifies, um, You'll rejoice in all the goodness that Hashem, your God, gave to you, and to your Beisacha, to your household, which now says that um, the husband and wife are at some level interchangeable, meaning that the husband could recite on behalf of the wife. Fine. Um, two more people who can't recite it are the Tumtum and the Androgonus. The Tumtum is someone who, we're not sure if 
if um, this person is a male or female because they have some sort of membrane priving up, covering up their private parts, so you can't determine. And that being the case, you're not sure they're a man, and that being the case, you're not sure that they are. Uh, were entitled to the Chalukah, their portion of the Neretzrol, so they can't recite it. The Androgynous is a different thing altogether. It's, it's, a, it's a person who has both male and female parts, um, and in that regrettable scenario, such a person is not... Um, from the people who were granted portion land there, it's all again based on a drasha, has to be essentially um, regular man and not an androgynous. As far as what an androgynous is, let's just not discuss that right now. The whole fourth parak um, focuses largely on the topic of of uh, of androgynous, so we'll wait till then to discuss it. So these six people may be in if they have first fruits, be them to bring, they could bring them, but they may not recite the passages. Um, because they'll be unable to say, quote, the land that Hashem gave to me, because as I explained above, those six people um, can't um, say in good faith that this is the land that was given to them, because either it's not their land, or people like them never were given um, a piece of land in Eretz Yisrael.